Episode 23, What's on the Menu and Why Do I Care? Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, elite educators, this is Gretchen from Always a Lesson. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. And I am here to empower you to reach your potential. In fact, I call you elite because only an elite educator would take time to invest in themselves by listening to a podcast just like this to help hone their craft. Today, I want to help you reignite that passion and potential by talking about reinventing professional development so it works. This podcast is especially for those teacher leaders, so hang on. This will be one empowering ride. I'm going to share this episode today in a few parts. So part one is what I like to call PD. So I call it that because I've talked at length about professional development, why it's ineffective, and it's such a dreaded experience for anyone that has to partake. I even felt so strongly about it, I created a webinar called Creating and Delivering Efficient and Engaging Professional Development. You can find that on alwaysalesson.com under resources, and under resources, it's on webinars. But, you know, professional development is necessary to talk about because it's required by the state. And in order for teachers to keep their certification current, they have to go to these ongoing educational courses about the latest and greatest in education. But it's actually the source of all of our pain. You know, teachers dread the PD. They tune out. Most of the sessions are sit and get It's just an ineffective way to help teachers grow. Time is wasted. And in fact, I can actually say that this is a proven theory. I work for the New Teacher Project as a new teacher coach. And the study that came out, they called it The Mirage, Confronting the Hard Truth About Our Quest for Teacher Development. And in it, they talk about the amount of money that's pumped into teacher effectiveness Uh, professional development specifically, and it isn't paying off. They actually say, and I quote, we estimate that the districts we studied spend on average of nearly $18,000 per teacher per year on development efforts. One district spends more on teacher development than on transportation, food, and security combined. And at this rate, the largest 50 school districts in the United States devote at least $8 billion to teacher development annually. I mean, can you believe that? I am uh, so angry that we are spending all this money and we're not getting better. I mean, I am all worth putting money into development of teachers because that's where the money should go. But it's obviously not working. And that is a ton of money to be putting towards something that's not working. It's money not well spent. Teachers are not growing. Students are not achieving. And required PD is given by these experts, meaning we're just sitting and getting, 
you know, there are no changes to every professional development session we're having. There's no enhancements. It's just to check off the attendance, and it's unrelated to our current classroom struggles. I mean, veteran teachers have to sit through something they've heard a thousand times. So are they growing? No. New teachers have tons of questions. They need more support. They need an in-depth professional development session. So are they going to grow at this quick pace that we're delivering it? No. They're just flustered and overwhelmed. You know, PD on a current hot topic in education, a lot of it recently is technology use. But it's sometimes not interactive. There's just lack of collaboration. There's no practical application. It's here's the latest and greatest tool. Let me show you all the tips and tricks. Okay, see you later. And it's like, wait, like, do we get to play with it? Are you going to help me use it better? Can I use it to plan? Like, what are the next steps for this? No one is growing. Obviously, a ton of money wasted. I just can't even believe it. Let's move on to the second part of my episode before I get even more angry with that amount of money. But if you're a teacher leader, teachers are counting on us to provide them with avenues to get better. You know, teachers don't complain about professional development because they don't care to grow. They complain about it because it's not useful. It's such a waste of time. They sit there and play on their phone or they plan their grocery list or their talk with their friends. It's going in one year, out the other, and then they go back into the classroom and nothing changes. So we really have an opportunity here to take a learning experience and make it actually transferable into the classrooms. The school has the ability to make it worth everybody's time. Recently, I was in a Twitter chat called EduCoach. Uh, we were talking about professional development, and everyone was saying their favorite types are EdCamps or going to ISTE. You know, a lot of these informal, collaborative, no hoity-toity presenter, everyone just drops their labels and their titles. They like these environments because there's learning, there's an element of practice, we all get to problem solve together. So if we know that this is what teachers want, it's our responsibility to give it to them. You know, we have these top-down mandates from the state or the district, and I always think about the videos at the beginning of the year that's from the health department for safety of students, and it's kind of been troublesome for me. You know, at one point, they finally stopped showing those videos altogether and just said, here is what you need to watch. Send in a reflection through Google Docs so that we know that you watched it and you're up to date. I mean, teachers could lie and just say, hey, what was on the video, friend? Let me write in my reflection. But to be honest, that's about the same participation as if they came and watched that video live together. They're just sitting there doing nothing, doodling, playing on their phone. So, Really, at the end of the day, if you're just using it to say that you taught it, I mean, at this point, does it matter? Just take the information, make it as engaging as possible. You know, maybe the reflections that they're doing or the rating of the PD session that happens at the end as an exit ticket, you know, on a scale of one to five, how relevant was this? All that is really used to mark attendance. So I really think we need to rethink those kind of required PDs. I'm not saying get rid of them because obviously the state says that we need to have them, but we need to reorganize it. So it's actually going to be effective and teachers are going to be able to use the information in the classroom. And this got me thinking about a recent book I read called Hacking Education, 10 Quick Fixes for Every School. And this is by Jennifer Gonzalez and Mark Barnes. They're great educators. They're both out there all over the net. So go ahead and look them up. 
but it's about move one of the hacks was moving the meetings to the cloud so if there is something that you can say in an email send it in an email don't require everyone to come and that made me think of those videos like if I can do this on my own time then don't bring me in here to watch this video when I have got to finish that bulletin board I got to set up the desk I have to do whatever else to get ready before school starts that is something that I don't need to be face to face with you for that's that's a sit and get and that can be done on my own time so why don't you send it to me a week beforehand and say you have until next Friday to watch this video fill out this reflection form blah 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 blah, blah and then it's done on my own time and I can watch 10 minutes here five minutes here I can sit down and watch it all at once I can be in my PJs I can do it at night but don't take away my classroom time to do something that really isn't as enriching. Even though it's required, we're still going to do it. We just need to rethink it. So this moving meetings to the cloud, anything that's just delivering information where you don't need teachers to interact with each other, that doesn't need to happen with face-to-face -face time. That's such a waste of bringing everyone together. Really use that time of face-to-face -to, -face to collaborate, to problem-solve, to practice. All right, so let's move to part three of this podcast. This is why I call it, what's on the menu and why do I care? So if you've hung in this far, here is the meat and the potatoes of my episode. Most teachers say when you mention anything about PD, professional development, the first thing they say is, why do I care? <laughs> How does this apply to me? And that's because they have this lack of trust. They've had bad experiences. They, we need to have them break up with the pain of past PD. Here I want to introduce to you two ways to make PD fun and engaging. And it's kind of new on the market, the terms that I'm going to use, but it's kind of been around for a while, and feel free to call it whatever you want. But there's differentiated PD, and then there's personalized PD. And I want to talk to you first about differentiated PD. So that is when you have one unified topic, but you differentiate the way you deliver it. So for example, let's take guided reading. It's something that at the elementary level, everyone has to be trained on every year. You have teachers with a varied background. So why don't you give a survey prior to the professional development session, group teachers based on the responses of that survey, have the teacher leader provide the professional development to the group rather than bringing in an outside expert or putting all of that on the admin or facilitators or coaches. So you might have like an intensive group that they want to really start from scratch and so just pick a veteran teacher who's been doing guided reading for a long time and they can lead the nuts and bolts of what guided reading is then you'll have a mid-level group those are the people that have experience but they really need to dig deeper or they need a refresher course or they're going to add on a new component this year and that can be by another guided reading veteran then you've got that high-level group. They've been doing it for years. They really need time to just calibrate scoring or do evaluations for the program. Um, they need a quick touch point on the main points, but it's really more informal. It's like a Q&A, a sharing strategy. It's not really led by one particular person, more a collaborative effort. But this way, it's everyone's receiving the same topic of guided reading, but it's delivered in a differentiated way. That way, the folks who have been doing it for a long time aren't like, oh, like, I already know how to input students into a group like I don't want to sit through this 20 minutes you know or the new people are like oh my god like they're flying so fast through this I can't take notes fast enough all of this is important and we want to respect teachers time and their experience so let's orchestrate it in a way that everyone leaves feeling like wow that was worth my time I feel confident and ready to take this on I'm going to do it starting tomorrow this way, no one's rolling their eyes, playing on their phone, or just feeling stressed out. 
you know, if it's a process that has uh, a lot of information, like we were talking about those videos before for health, uh, maybe they could do a PowerPoint self-study. That can be done on their own time, but then they come back together and that's where they do the practice. So maybe you say, okay, go through these slides. You have a week. Here's a reflection. I want you to post to Google Docs by this time frame, but show up ready to discuss these main things. And then they can start practicing with each other, whatever the scenario is. So if it is with the health, I think one of them is if someone, you know, has allergies or someone is has an epileptic seizure, we all know exactly what we need to do. So maybe you're acting that out and role playing and giving each other feedback and let's try it again. Like if we're going to be face to face, let's make it worth our time. We don't need to sit for two hours just to say we sat for two hours. That doesn't mean the PD was effective. We want everyone engaged. So I don't want to sit and walk through 50 slides when I could have done that as prep to get into the meeting. That's what I mean about differentiated. Know your staff, know what they want. If it's something that can be done outside, give it to them with enough time to prepare and get ready. And then when they're face-to-face together, let's give them what they need. If you need to group them based on their background knowledge on something, or you just want to mix up the groups, that's a great way to do it. The other type of professional development is personalized PD. So this is where you get to choose your own adventure. And I create a PD menu. That means it's a variety of topics that are going to be offered. And teachers can sign up to attend which adventure, which session that they want to attend. This is similar to the EdCamp model. They told us this is what they want, so fine, create it. You know, sometimes admin can even assign people based on their performance. So if it is guided reading, then basically going off your experience or uh, how well you actually conduct guided reading. So maybe some of these are appointed sessions, but definitely have the other ones be where anyone can sign up for whatever they want. So it is like they're picking something off the menu of professional development. Uh, But that way teachers stay curious. They they chase knowledge. It, it keeps them in the educational field bettering themselves instead of rolling their eyes like, I can't wait to not be a teacher next year sitting through all this stuff. It's like, ooh, what is this? I can learn about whatever I want to learn about. How exciting. Or like tech integration. You know, that was really hard for me when I was teaching because it was kind of outside my comfort zone. So maybe an administrator will say, you know, I know technology is not your thing, but I really want to push you to go to one of these tech sessions. Again, it's a slight nudge. It's not you have to go to this, but, you know, administrators can say, I really suggest if you love literacy and you're proficient in literacy that you pick something else to go to. Um, If you aren't really embracing technology, I push you to go to a session and learn about it. But basically the menu, I would create a survey of topics that um, teachers are interested in learning about. Maybe I just say, hey, give me two or three that you're interested in. Based on that, I can have teachers sign up to lead those sessions. Uh, Then, you know, administration can fill in where's needed. But allow teacher to gain the hours with um, some type of tracking sheet. So say, here is the menu of professional development. Here's your tracker. Every session you go to, the person leading needs to sign your paper. Yeah, that's kind of attendance, but it's a way to turn that into the state to show that you've sat through so many hours, let's say. But you could even have the menu, you know how a menu at a restaurant has prices, you could have it have hours or credits. So if you go to guided reading, which is like a hefty topic, you get three credits for sitting through the session and maybe the session's even longer. But if you go to this, how to have a blog, 
and interact with parents, then maybe you get one credit. So you can set it up however you want, but ideally it would look like a menu at a restaurant with the name of the session. Instead of a price, it would have the credits or the time allotted to that session. You can even do something fun, like throughout the year, teachers can earn dollars that they can spend on the menu. So if I am doing a lot of parent outreach, maybe my principal will say, here's uh, two credits that you can use on your menu. And then that way you don't have to show up that day, or maybe you just lead that day or you help behind the scenes, but you don't have to actually sit through anything. So there are ways to just reward teachers for seeking out leadership roles or wanting to gain knowledge and attending maybe things outside of the district or the state. We definitely don't want them to feel punished. We want this personalized PD to really feel valuable to them. It's a win-win for everyone. I mean, it's empowering to staff. They can stand up as leaders. It's great for uh, evaluations and camaraderie. You know, teachers get lots of those hours that are required for their PD. Teachers are excited to learn and grow and chase their interests. And administration gets to know their teachers' interests and their strengths. So again, just a win-win, a great idea. You know, I think what you would say before you pass out that menu is, what are you weak in? here's your menu, go get better. And it's like, oh, I'm empowered to do something about my weakness instead of pointing fingers that my principal thinks I don't do well with differentiation in the classroom. Uh, That's her fault or she hates me. It's, okay, I'm not doing well here. Which session? One sounds interesting, but two could help me get better. And then, you know, you have all these other items on the menu that you can pick for fun. So maybe it's an all-day PD, And one is guided reading, and everyone has to attend that from 8 to 10 in the morning, and the rest of the day are optional. So your principal may say, okay, you've got one required, you've got one that I want to be outside your comfort zone, and the rest can be solely based on your interest. And that really allows everyone to feel uh, engaged, inquisitive, uh, curious, empowered. Again, it's just a personalized approach to professional development. If our goal is to give teachers the resources and the knowledge to get better, then we need to present it in a way where it's actually going to be useful and worth everyone's time. You need to find this mix for success. So please don't do all personalized PD or do all differentiated PD or do all required sit and get PD. Mix it up so that teachers do feel like they are getting the best of everything. All right, so the last part of our episode today is homework. Ding, ding, ding. For all of you listeners out there, I want to give you some next steps. I don't want you just listening to this and say, oh, my God, that's so exciting. I wish my school did that. Or I'm going to tell my principal that uh, I think we should do this. No, like, let's do it. Let's get a plan together and let's do it. Let's not think about how nice it would be like you're dreaming about sitting on a beach. Like, let's go make it happen. So sit with your administrative team. Create a plan for PD for the rest of the year. I know right now it's the end of November 2015. So the school year is underway. But that doesn't mean that we just say, okay, we'll do this next year. No, let's stop. Let's do it right now. Let's map out what we have going on the rest of the year. And most likely they've already done this at the beginning of the year, so they should already know what's coming up. How can we take what we already have and differentiate it? If it's something where teachers physically need to be all together, fine. But if it's a sit and get, let's do an assignment ahead of time and then bring them together and have some sort of collaborative discussion. If it's something that you can personalize, where you can create that menu Uh, or go to that EdCamp type style, let's do it. Let's look at what we have left. 
let's put the these PD into group. What's required? What can we do ahead of time? What can we personalize? What can we differentiate? But let's make this PD thing work so teachers run to our PD sessions instead of running away. I want to hear from you guys. So after you have chatted with your admin, got your plan together, you know, which ones you're differentiating, which ones you're personalizing, send me an email at Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com. I want to hear your successes. I want to hear your learned lessons. And I definitely want to hear your potential obstacles because what you're going through is going to help everyone else. So please share and then I can share an update later on in the year. But you have the power to change the way that teachers look at and feel about PD. It can be the one thing that changes education for the better, and you can be part of that change. All right, elite educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on enhancing the PD menu and presentation so that every teacher grows in effectiveness. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. podcast is sponsored by the Educators Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcast.com network.com for more details. Hi, elite educators. If you want to get empowered to create and provide efficient and effective professional development sessions that are fun and inspiring, go grab my newest webinar by texting PD webinar as one word to 33444. So you're going to text PD webinar as one word to the number 33444. Nothing is dreaded more than a required boring PD session, so tune in to find out how to make it something teachers run to instead of away from. I've seen it happen in my own school. I now love PD and you will too. Calling Elite Educators! Are you in need of feeling empowered by someone who is just like you, who does just what you do, and, well, just gets it? Then hop on over to alwaysalesson.com to learn more on the blog for tips and tricks of remaining passionate about your current work. Also, check out our social media links for more personal connection to other elite educators just like you. And if you're a newbie educator, Grab a copy of my book, Elementary Education 101, What They Didn't Teach You in College, to ensure you beat the learning curve and end your first year ahead of the game. Alwaysalesson.com provides something for everyone. So elite educators, stop by today and get empowered.